Welcome back to Beards and Brews. Hey, if you haven't already, be sure to hit those subscribe and follow buttons and tap those notification sounds. Not only does it help us out, but you'll know exactly when we have another one brewing. Fellas, have you ever thought about joining the Navy? This is Top Gun. Ooh, the original Top Gun. My first time actually seeing this movie. We're curious to see what you think about Top Gun, about top men. The best of the best of the best, sir. With honors. <laughs> Why are these motherfuckers so sweaty the entire goddamn movie? Like, you Dude. never see them not drenched. I think you know the answer to that. Yeah, the answer is the love triangle between Tom Cruise, leading lady, and Val Kilmer. It's just too hot to handle. <laughs> Dude, every scene they're in, I'm just like, Lord. No, yeah, like the uh, the little buddy dynamic between Tom Cruise and Goose. I don't actually know the actor's name on that. Anthony Edwards. Like, that's... Yeah. That's a good friendship. That is pure. That is friendship. But anytime Val Kilmer steps on the screen, there's some tension going on right there. And it's not like rivalry tension. It's romantic tension. Oh, oh man. Absolutely. It's, it's the bit from Lionheart where he's like, I don't know whether I want to bite you or fuck you. <laughs> but we know the answer. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Every chance he gets, Val Kilmer's just staring lasers <laughs> through the back of Tom Cruise's head. It's like, yeah, I'm real familiar with that angle. Okay, uh, uh. while this is the center of the subject, we are jumping ahead just a moment. There's a shower scene later, and Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise are there, and they're having this discussion, and there's like a bromance moment. He's like, oh, I'm just, yeah. oh, I love you, bro. And he's like, oh, and he doesn't say anything back, and he walks away. And then Val Kilmer's partner is off screen. The camera kind of pans to the right over the lockers, and there he is pressed against the lockers, and he throws his head up like, no! Yeah, he just got cheated on. What a bitch. Yeah. That was my maverick. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man, the tension is tough. It is absolutely ridiculous. But who are Top Guns? Who are these fellas? Well, we got Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that Goose? That's Goose. McQuack? All right. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, Mr. Danger Zone himself, Tom Cruise. There's uh, Tim Robbins is just barely in this movie, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. the fact that you said his name is about as much time as he's in the film. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Well, he spends most of the runtime trying to escape prison. So other than that, he made it out <laughs> clean on the other side. Well, like, I remember, I remember seeing his name on his helmet and being like, huh, I think Tim Robbins is under there. Dude, we would absolutely appreciate if they would have just straight up printed Tim Robbins' name on that fucking helmet because Merlin is like, Robbins. "Ooh, oh, that's yeah." Him, yeah. <laughs> They're flying around, and he he only gets a moment where he takes off the little face mask. He's like, "Now come here, so I can fucking shoot you." <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we're gonna do that, Tim Robbins. We're out of here. <laughs> he just hand throws a missile. Yeah, <laughs> just hucks it at him. Oh, uh, so let's get this early part of the movie just out of the way this is like some kind of a navy fighter weapon school or something you just got a bunch of navy yeah. fighters in there and they're doing you know maneuvers and stuff like that in their <laughs> little planes yeah. and cougar one of them i guess the leader at the point uh had like a panic attack or something in the middle of a flight yeah the toppest gun he breaks cougar. like in the middle of a tr yeah cougar in the middle of training exercise he snaps he gets like plain vertigo i forget what's called there's a real name out there i forgot mm. He's grounded. Yeah, he gets the fear, as they say in Jaws 3. <laughs> oh, shit. 
it dude it totally felt like it but i couldn't stop laughing when he was getting debriefed after the mission by uh, principal strickland it straight up looked like somebody tossed a cup of water in his face before he just start talking to that man he's like no no <laughs> everyone has to be uncomfortably sweaty damn it yes the the entire movie what they've done is they've taken every actor smeared their face with vaseline and then <laughs> run them through a shower i mean if that's what does it sign me up i want to look that glistening oh. <laughs> well in the middle of that scrimmage where he falls apart tom cruise saves the day instead of doing what he's told and landing on the aircraft carrier he uses his plane as a crutch to help Mongoose safely back to the ship. He literally holds his hand. Yeah, yes, yes, he's supposed yes, to yes. land. He goes back. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go back for my buddy. So he goes back for his buddy, and and, and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And back to Principal Strickland. They come in next. Like, you know, they dismiss Scaredy Cat, and Tom Cruise and Goose comes in. And they're just like, God Damn it, fellas, you broke all the rules, but you're so fucking sexy, you're going to the top. It's just like, what? You're going to the top gun competition. You're in. He's out. You're in. Yeah, like, the instructors have such, like, I feel like a love-hate relationship with Tom Cruise's character. They're like, you're a stupid son of a bitch, but I love you. I want to suck that dick, but you're you're reckless. <laughs> dude, it's like the quarterback who's a total dickhead. Like, you know, he's actually really good. Oh, like, dude, this is 100% just that movie. It's every high school football movie, but with Jets. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, look at for it that sure. way, all right. Yeah, Tom Cruise, he's the star quarterback. He's going to go through trials and tribulations. He might lose a friend by the end. We don't know. This is exciting, fellas. Cue that beautiful jet footage. Rudy! <laughs> to the danger zone. Okay, okay. We, we, we do yes. have to talk about Kenny Loggins' yes. soundtracks movie because <laughs> the missus and I were having so much goddamn fun. Because, like, you know, Highway to the Danger Zone. If you cue that song anywhere in this movie, it works. It doesn't matter if it's after a bit of dialogue, after a scene that doesn't go anywhere. Cue it and it's the most hype fucking shit you will ever watch. That's a fact. They used this song at least five times that I'm positive of. And <laughs> it starts out with it. And it's just like plain porn. You're just like, oh, shit, look at these jets. And it's like, danger zone. And then every time he gets on the fucking motorcycle in his little bomber jacket, and he's got his big, <laughs> ah, Mission Impossible smile, he's just like, danger zone. Yeah, like I know this movie has more songs on its soundtrack than just that and what the other song, uh, the Berlin my song. Breath away. Yeah, like I know this movie has more songs on the soundtrack than just <laughs> Danger Zone and Take My Breath Away by Berlin, but they get their money out of both of those. Oh, absolutely. And I had to look it up. Apparently, there's like an extended version of Danger Zone that they use for this movie. And you, you have the song, but the fact is this pop song is filling in for the movie score. Oh, yeah. Dude, 100%. And I love the fact that as they keep pumping it out, we're getting dialogue like they're, they're doing almost like little montages during to let us know what's going on. So he gets like a little mini training montage to get ready, I guess, to go to the Top Gun thing. And his instructor, who is Rick the from Total Recall, and he's like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Top Gun Rick the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Sam Fisher sneaking around this military base. Fuck, I forgot he was Sam Fisher's voice. Yeah, every time he would pop up on screen, I'm like, honey, close your eyes. It's Sam Fisher. Whee! 
Yeah, so Maverick and Goose and maybe one other, I don't remember, they all get sent to Top Gun. They're, they're among the best <laughs> of the best. This is in Miramar, California. They're out of the, you know, the Gulf War, wherever they were. You know, mm-hmm. you're the best, we're going to make you better. And the the top of one of the class gets their name on this plaque, and that's, you know, that's something. You get your name on a plaque. You think it's you, Maverick? Do you think it's you? I love how the movie's basically like, listen, if your name gets right here specifically on this plaque, you've got the biggest dick in the world. Remember it's that. The biggest dick in this class. Meanwhile, uh, Val Kimmer's over there just helicoptering away. Yeah, they're just measuring the entire time, and he looks at him and goes, huh, you're sexy. You're sexy, too. I like that in a pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, absolutely. Val Kilmer's sitting over there like, "Uh, I I hope yours is better. God, I hope yours is bigger. I should have said bigger, not better. (laughs) (laughs) No, it works, because, like, every conversation is in breathing distance of each other, and they're always just like, Oh, yeah. So, you think you're the best. And they just grunt at each other until they have class again. Dude, I have that in my notes. Very close talkers. And they whisper talk, too. Well, like, Val Kilmer still has to find a way to talk in between all of those teeth. Oh. <laughs> Dude, he fucking chomped at him. He was just like, and left. He, that, that was his closing statement. He's like a pretty a- Gary Busey in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Gary Beauty. Salute you. Oh, yes. There he Gary is. Beauty. Oh. And that's Prince Maverick Stout. I had to take him oh, out back. Shit. No. Oh, in no. In a target-rich this environment. Is what, this is what happened. No, this is what happened. Like, surviving the game is the true sequel to Top Gun. Like, after yes. Maverick... It was actually Maverick who dies, and then Iceman couldn't handle it. He goes nuts, dr- takes his motorcycle down Sunset Strip, crashes, brains go everywhere, but he's okay. They put him back together, and there you have <laughs> Gary... <laughs> we need to write a screenplay. Del so- Kilmer is Gary Busey in Pet Court. <laughs> <laughs> Five hard minutes of him watching a dog skateboard and be like, yeah, I know everything about this. <laughs> not only does he know everything about it, but he's going to tweak the skateboard to look like a jet that he's going to punch a little hole in so he can poop through the hole. God damn, that poor fucking specimen. So now we have Top Gun and Iceman, and they have issued the challenge. What do they do to celebrate? They go to the bar, a quote-unquote yeah. target-rich environment to celebrate and try to get laid. For sure. Yep. <laughs> I know we're going to bring up the whole like musical number thing, but I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> sailors are always going to these ports and they're always trying to just like get laid. That's what they do. So is that their shtick every time they get to port, no matter where the fuck they are? Just like South Africa, Djibouti, England. It's just like they have the same fucking shtick every time. He said it was only his second time doing that, but I have my doubts. That seemed pretty well rehearsed. There's Everybody no way was in that on it. was. Yes. Yes, if it was only the second time, maybe him and Goose would be in on it, but the yeah. whole fucking squad was there. And you know what? It's extra fucking dumb, but I kind of loved it. Like, they don't have to do this, and then I realized they're all his wingmen. Oh, 100%. Oh. Yeah. So, yes. so what this is, there's a $20 bet between him and Goose. Says he has to have carnal knowledge of a lady on the premises before the <laughs> night's over. His words, not mine. Maybe he doesn't know what that means. Because, like, after that lovely musical number, he does kind of run off to the bathroom after that lady. I forget her name. I just have her down as Blondie. Blondie, sure. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. (laughs) And it's just one of those things where I come to the conclusion, oh, I think Tom Cruise is just trying real hard to be straight. 
Because, like, she goes to the bathroom, naturally. People do that, I assume. But she goes to the ladies' room, and then Tom Cruise just helps himself in. And I yeah, realized that's real he's... weird. Yeah, then I thought, hmm, maybe he didn't see it as a ladies-only room. He thought it was a room with ladies in it, and that's where he has to be because he doesn't have the gay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I I do like that she shoots him down, <laughs> proverbially on his first attempt, and he's like, "Here, let me get you a beer to put out those flames." And he's just like, "Yeah, just <laughs> it's weird." I know the movie tries really hard to show chemistry between them, but it's just for some reason it's just like Tom Cruise just front on her all the time. Yeah, he's just out okay. there like peacocking, like showing off his little tail feathers the whole time, and she's just like, "Bye, boy." For real, he's he's being gayer than the birdcage. But she does walk out, uh, you know, after their little conversation there, and is like, oh, by the way, your friend was magnificent. Nothing happened, but, you know. Yeah, but he don't know that, so he's like, woo, my buddy got it. That's all the information we need. Partied yeah, he, again. Right, he's going to see the color of that money. <laughs> What'd you do in the bathroom? 69, dude. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> Just on the toilet. To be honest, I feel like he should have oversold it. Just like walked out of the bathroom without pants. Just be like, damn! <laughs> in the, the little tidy whities that he's standing around in a little bit later. <laughs> Navy issue tidy whities. <laughs> Gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh shit, cocktail. Oh. So the next day, they actually go to this Top Gun training course. First day at school or something, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guess, uh, guess who one of the instructors is? This is awkward. Oh no, it's that woman that he kind of harassed in the bathroom. I mean, got it on with. But that's that was it. Like, as soon as she saw him, and she's like, what's your name, Mr. Guy who tried to fuck with me in the bathroom? He goes, oh, I'm the dude that flipped my mig over and flipped the bird to the fucking Soviet guy, or whatever the villains are. And she went, oh, you're the one. And then fucking, boom, he's Neo. Yeah, absolutely. And she's like, what you did was impossible. You were, like, two feet away. He's like, yeah, I got the Polaroid to prove it. Unzips his pants and pulls it out. <laughs> what were you doing at a range of one and a half meters? Uh, foreign relations. I was flipping him the bird. Got him. <laughs> I just feel well, like I that's like, uh, I just feel like that's Ernest P. Worrell. Yeah, I'm flipping the bird. <laughs> <laughs> that gross faith is me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, he looks up and he's got his dick out and he's just like... <laughs> I know it's pretty, baby, but I didn't take it out for air. <laughs> oh. But yeah, she throws out this line that's like, hey, I'd really like to hear about your experience with that MIG sometime. And he's just like, you know, you've got security clearance. You can read all about it. And she's oh, like, damn. Maybe that's what gets her. Maybe it's the, uh, you know, him out there shaking his tail feather and then just straight up playing hard to get. Maybe. I mean, it's all ego. I mean, this guy is, like, the biggest showman out of everybody. Like, he can't even have a straight conversation, pun intended, with anybody. It's always a competition. He's always got to, like, put his chest out, hop on that soapbox, and just be a dick. Yeah. He, he's like, look at me. And while everyone's fawning over him, Val Kilmer, Iceman, goes, hey, guy. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, you did that. But you also left your buddy to get fucking killed. So how about you don't? And then he was just like, man, I'm so fucking mad. Quick, fire up Danger Zone and cut to a montage. More training so you can be the toppest 
gun. The toppest gun, yeah. Pretty much every time there's one of these training scenes, and there's a lot of them, I just have written down (laughs) fancy maneuvers, because I don't really know what's happening. There's some banking and some barrel rolls and some some turn and burns and... Turn and burns. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know. Some words. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Skip is dead. (laughs) You're absolutely right. I didn't realize how much flight footage this movie had because it's probably two hours or whatever and by the time it was over i was just like man there were literally like four scenes with people in it (laughs) there's a lot of jet porn i mean more power to them i mean it looks good it gets me excited i almost looked up my local recruiter number (laughs) almost until he had to go and buzz that tower and make that guy spill his coffee on himself and they're like get in here and he's yeah, like, well, it's... what did I do this time, coach? And he goes, you fucking coach. bust the tower. You're dangerous. Oh, you're in trouble. Oh, I spilled coffee on myself again. God damn it. You, you fucking slacker. You broke the rules of engagement. Either either obey the rules or you, you're done, Maverick. But I really want to ask you, D, right now. That was really cool. <laughs> He's just like, I got, I just want to graduate, man. I got a family. I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want you to do anything crazy and get us thrown out of here. Okay. It's about that time. So Goose, love him to death. He is such a good friend. Like he hypes Tom Cruise up knowing full well that he is the bacon, shake and bake. You know, he's never going to win. He's going to be second, right? Yep. (laughs) The movie, all man. They just take that butter knife and just slather on that home-style shit. They got his wife coming in, all his kids. She loves him so, so much. Meg Ryan, feel sorry for you. You lost your soulmate. He's two weeks from graduation. Oh, man. He really is. It's so ridiculous. Like, it's such a hard trope, too. Because, like, they, they go out. They have another party. They're celebrating something. I don't know. They have that sing-along to, uh... That old Jerry Lee Lewis song or whatever, which is oh, totally great balls embarrassing. of fire, yeah, yeah. I, they really make you go, oh, Goose is such a good friend. He's the friend. Like, there's no yeah. way these two could ever not be apart. What do they do? They show you even more of how fucking awesome they are because chicks like, listen, I'm DTF, but not right now. And he goes, well, what about like eight o'clock? He goes, yeah. What are you gonna do till then, though? Bitch, we gonna play some fucking homoerotic volleyball. It, dude, man. Like, I've always heard about this volleyball scene, and this is the <laughs> first time that I'd seen it. Man, these boys are shiny. They are all shiny. That's one of the mandatory things you have to be to be top gun. Number one, shredded. Number two, lusty eyes for Tom Cruise. Number three, the need for said speed. <laughs> And that's, again, another foreshadowing for poor Goose. Everyone's topless and shredded. Dudes are flexing, (laughs) checking their watches and flexing. They're jumping and flexing, literally just striking poses. And then there's Goose wearing a T-shirt. When you're talking about the need for speed, though, what are you talking? Are you talking about down like a slip and slide? Because they could go real fast with all the Vaseline they got on. I'm just saying they have to move quick enough because everybody wants to be top gun, but nobody wants to be bottom gun. And God forbid someone <laughs> get their <laughs> get me <tickled>. what? <laughs> Say it again. I got tickled over his fucking bottom gun. <laughs> this uh, so did Tom Cruise. Oh God! But this is like a fucking time capsule. When you look back on this movie, and you can number one the clothing, uh, the way they're acting, just the music. 
it's a fucking blast. And I will say this. Everybody in this movie is having an A number one kind of night. They're fucking laughing and smiling. You can tell these people are having a blast on set. I think that's the best part of this movie is just like when they're not absolutely just chewing the scenery or just these bullshit lines that nobody says. When they're having fun, I'm having fun. Yeah. We get a little bit of elevator tension with Sonya Blade outfit. Ugh. Yeah, I, uh, she's never looked like that before. I don't know why she was looking like that there even. She looks like she put on someone else's clothes just to hang out in an elevator. She also never looks like that again. I almost feel like she was just trying to go to work and pick something up in disguise so Tom Cruise wouldn't notice. And oh, unlucky her just runs into him immediately. She invites him over to her house to talk about the MIG. And he does. He goes over there and he's just like, man, I fucking love planes. I love my best friend. And I think Val Kilmer loves me. And you know what? I love him too. Hey, uh, can I take a shower here? I just got here, but I'm really greasy. Dude, he... <laughs> besides being absolutely greasy, he does come off as the kind of guy who would go to an attractive woman's house and immediately ask, hey, where's the shitter? <laughs> <laughs> I just had a fish taco on the way over here, and it's like 80 out. I'm fucking yeah. in my own juices. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's like, ah, oh, that, that maneuver you did was incredible. It was amazing, but it shouldn't have worked, and you endangered your friends. Don't do it again because your goddamn balls are too big. And he's like, oh, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, like a little kid. Then he just stuffs the rest of his balls back in his pants and leaves. She says... I see genius in you, but I can't say that because everybody will see that I've actually got a hard on for you. So uh, I'm just going to have to talk shit about you in class unless, you know, unless you I don't put know. a little bit of that genius in me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> even even after she tells him this, he still gets little pouty bitch boy gets on his motorcycle while she's like, hey, look, it's it's the truth. And he's like, I can't hear you. Vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> And then they run off to their house, and he's like, oh, I'm pouting so bad. And she goes, well, pussy make it better. And he goes, yes. <laughs> okay. We, we talked about how homoerotic that volleyball scene is. Honestly, this sex scene is more homo. It's between a man and a woman. Still more homoerotic than that volleyball scene. Because it looks like his first everything. Like his first kiss, his first grope, his first being closer than like two feet away from a woman. It's so weird. It was the 80s. That's just how things were. Just stiff and uncomfortable. Good lord. No wonder everybody was <laughs> on cocaine. No, it was just Loosen blue. Loosen up. Everything oh. was blue in the 80s. Abu di, Abu die. Amen. Oh. After they get their swerve on, more jet porn. Uh, we get jet porn the return as Coach takes to the sky. And he's got Michael Ironside with him. And they're chasing around Maverick someone else i think it's Iceman, and mm -hmm. he's like oh there goes coach if i get coach my balls will definitely be bigger and goose is like bro your balls are too fucking big already chill and he's like no we gotta get coach and they don't get coach. It, it, it's all just in like an allegory for steroid use it turns out by the way join the <laughs> navy and don't do drugs yeah they're gonna make that ice man fall out of the sky you know what he'd be then rain man oh, oh. <laughs> i thought he'd be sleep or hail Mm. Oh yeah, Hale. Well, there's uh, there's no Tom Cruise movie called Hale yet. I work with what I'm dealt. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing Tom Cruise aggressively riding Hale. <laughs>
we get one final moment of family bonding to really show everybody how close-knit this group has become. Oh, and yeah. we we are shown literally the worst fucking kiss I have ever seen on screen. And Tom Cruise, once again, to take my breath away, is trying to take her <laughs> breath away by taking the entirety of his open mouth and wrapping it around her upper <laughs> lip nasal area. Well, see, here's the thing. Tom Cruise actually spent most of his life as a lizard man. And I feel like Top Gun was his gateway into just full humanity. This is his first shot. Honestly, I just thought he was uncomfortable, you know, on top of that box. Maybe he was afraid of heights, being the same height as her. <laughs> Dude, sometimes it's really noticeable. Like, like when they were walking off the elevator and stuff, clearly there's something. Because, like, the shoulders are weird. And he's just clearly just like an elementary school student next to his teacher. <laughs> when they're in the locker room, all the time when they're in the locker room, he is standing there just like right next to his locker. And like he can pivot, but that's all mm. he can do because he's on a box and everyone else is standing around him on the ground walking around. He did the Yeah, he did that one thing where he was like leaning on a pillar and then like he leaves and then Val Kimmer just takes his place. So I'm just thinking like all the guys just have their turn next to the pillar. It's a good shot. It's like senior photos. They're like, fuck, I saw that pillar from last year. I want a photo there. <laughs> you never know. The The psychologist lady might just walk in at any time. Anytime. Is that what we were supposed to be doing? I mean, I thought it was hilarious. Like, they were like, oh, man, they're just guys being bros. I'm like, there's some dude splayed out on a bench in front of 40 guys. Eh. Is, that, is that guys being dudes? I'm going to tell you right now. Having been in a long-term situation with 90 other men where you are naked around them on a daily basis, you do not give a fuck. You don't care. After like day two, you're like, ah, yeah, yeah, this is it. This is normal. Well, having never been to a Turkish bathhouse myself. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through the scene, I almost expected Principal Strickland just to come in and just start raising hell and tearing towels off boys. <laughs> just whipping them, dancing yeah. around like, oh, no. <laughs> For some reason, all I could ever think about is fucking uh, the principal from Simpsons coming in and being like, Scanner! Oh, Super <laughs> Nintendo Chalmers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the next thing we got, we got some more fancy maneuvers. This is another, uh, just another regular training exercise, right? Yeah, nothing's totally going to go awry or nothing. Everyone's so happy right now. Yeah, but, yeah, but everybody's still got that, uh, got their eye on that top, top gun spot, right? You know, it's the bottom of the ninth, score's still tied, they got to get all the points they can. Yeah, the big game is here, and the danger zone has never been more dangerous so what do they have to do when it's fucking go time? They get out there and they're flying in their MIG and everything's going according to plan. I <laughs> in guess. Their MIG. And then suddenly, uh oh, the left thruster decides that it doesn't want to work. The jets the fuck up and it starts going into this like wicked ass tornado spin, pinning both occupants against the glass. They're like, oh no, bro. That's some fucking G's. <laughs> oh, it, I mean, okay, so, like, most of the movie, like, when they're in the cockpits, it looks kind of fucking bogus. You're definitely on a set with some, like, rear projection or whatever. But, like, for some reason, they decided to make this crash extra horrific for whatever reason. Yeah, the camera's really zoomed in on the character, so you can see the looks of fear, angst on the face. 
the hand on the glass, almost like a puppy that's stuck in a car that's like 102 degrees wanting out. I don't know. I needed and, a fucking Dramamine. <laughs> <laughs> and the camera's doing this crazy, like, cut from the actual rotating jet to the inside of the cockpit that's rotating. Quick cuts, almost seizure-worthy. And Tom Cruise has to make a call, a very important call. He's like, my hand can't reach it, bro. We got to bail. For a second, I thought he meant like an actual phone call. So he just like picks up the little, the little dialer. Just, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> Give me like a second, bud. <laughs> Oprah, I love Katie Holmes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Tom Cruise makes the call. He's like, I'm going to have to pull the thingy majigger, the eject button. <laughs> I got to pull the thingy. This yeah. scene is, for first-time watchers, very dramatic, and you go, oh, no. For people who've seen it a dozen times and know it's coming, bro, I lost my shit. It's pretty wacky. It shouldn't be, but it is. It's like that little bit in The Thing where, like, the rest of the movie is fucking perfect, and then they're just this dummy in the mouth of a chain chomp just getting waved around the room for whatever reason. (laughs) Yes. In that brief moment, you're just like, wait a minute. Like, I get he dies of a broken skull, but that was just like a Looney Tune death. Speaking of broken skulls. <laughs> just the hope, noise, too. <laughs> I hope that's what you were leaning in for. What I've got here today is Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager from El Segundo Brewing Company. This is a classic American lager, and this is 4.8% alcohol by volume, pretty much standard. This is super crisp, super clean. There's not any, like, off flavors that you get from a lot of, like, more macro, like, mainstream American lagers. This this isn't, like, a Budweiser Bud Light. This isn't a Coors. This is, like, a craft beer version, their take on an American lager. And they do it really well. Uh, I'm really impressed with this. This is, this is really good. Super drinkable. Well, if you want to grab a fucking other one, give me an oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So anyway, let's get back to this collateral damage that got left in the water. He was trying to break the glass ceiling, but he oh, didn't. Oh, no. I mean, well, I guess he shattered some kind of record. I guess you could say Most... he'll never be the head of a major corporation. Oh. Sounds like his uh, goose is cooked on this one. Oh. There it is. There it is. And I just <laughs> want to say one thing. They hit the water. You never see the jet crash. They didn't pay for no. an explosion. Uh, so... <laughs> It was just too much Kenny Loggins taking up the money. They had the chopper come in and rescue him. And, dude, whenever they pick him up out of the water and he's just, like, dangling, they all limp and noodly. I don't know. It's really weird. You're right. Like, I know the man's dead. But there's a difference between, like, a movie death that's supposed to be dramatic and watching live footage of somebody getting scraped off the 405. That's what yeah. it looked like. It's just some dead dude drug off by a helicopter and Tom Cruise in the ocean going... Fuck you, plane! Yeah, like, during this scene, honestly, this is the first time I've seen this, I've said this before, I, like, I have written down, did he die? Is he dead? Is he dead? Uh, it turns out, yeah, he, he's dead. Alright, Goose is dead, but no one gives a shit, except Tom Cruise. Man, even his wife was just practically indifferent. She's, like, in the chapel crying her eyes out with her family, just, you know, gripping with the terms. Tom Cruise walks in, and she's just like, <laughs> he loved you so much. Yes, yes, it's about you, Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's, it's like, about he loved you. about you always during foreplay, during coitus. 
Yeah, meanwhile, the uh, commander, whatever he is, is like, well, that's what happens in this business. Men die. Gotta let them go. Let's get over it. He's like, forget about him. We got the Quidditch Cup to win, Harry. You're our lead <laughs> seeker. It was basically one of the worst father-son talks ever pinned. Tom Cruise is like, boss, I'm sad. And boss is just like, yeah, you get sad. Get over it. Peace. <laughs> oh, you're in here at 9.30 a.m. <laughs> Your best friend died? Well, that sucks. Uh, all right, well, you got a flight coming up. Come on. It's one of those really shitty boss things. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that your bestie died. You coming at 9 o'clock tomorrow? Make it at 10. Yeah, like he's doing him a favor. Yeah. We'll, ha- we'll give you a pizza party at the end of the week. How's that sound? Well, I, I hate to hear that you're not guilty. I, I hate to hear that your friend died, but uh, we're short-staffed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he has a hearing. He Really quickly, he's found to be not at fault. He's immediately mm-hmm. reactivated for flight. Get on out there, champ. Yeah, they just tap him on the behind, and he's good to go. But yeah. he, like, I get that he feels responsible, and he, I guess, as a character, he wanted to be found guilty because he feels guilty. Mm-hmm. But it's just him sweaty in a poorly lit room. He's like, all right, buddy, you can go home. And he's just like, oh, no, punish me. I want to be in trouble. Ground me. Yeah. But they don't. Instead, they give him uh, the dude from Reading Rainbows and his partner. <laughs> Butterflies in the sky. Wait, what? He can fly twice as high. Taylor, come on. Take, take a look. It's in a book. <laughs> that was not LeVar Burton. That was the black guy from I Die know. Hard. Well, I was just letting you know. I, no, I was just saying because know, he is literally... He is literally the only person of color in this whole movie, and that is your minority report. Well, you know what his job is? His job is to watch other people act, and then when they leave the scene, he's just smiling at something, and then it cuts to another scene. That is exactly what happens. I'll take the shot when I'm good and goddamn ready. You see that? He shoved me. I got shoved by Maverick. Hell yeah, man. It's like anybody who's not... The star, I guess. I like. I know you have like you know side characters, but you just have like Maverick, Iceman, Goose, guy with Tim cowboy Robbins. hat, Tim, yeah, just Tim Robbins. He's just there. Yeah, just Tim Robbins. It's like '90s <laughs> wrestling where you've got like Vader, Sting, the Macho Man, and then this is uh, Barry Horowitz. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the point now to where he's he can't fly. He's struggling. So he has to go around and get inspiration from all of his friends. Or lovers, whatever you want to call them. I know the Navy's very different these days. Yeah, he's losing it. But it's not anything that he can't recover from. Because he doesn't look particularly destroyed that his best friend of all time just smashes pumpkin. You know, it just he's just like mildly annoyed wherever he goes. He's almost like he's walking around with a rock in his shoe. Yeah, his level of concern is broody teenager. Well, they, they have, like, a little first mission once he, he goes back, and he can't do it. Like, he's apprehensive. Like, he can't make the move that he needs to make the move in or something like that. I don't know. It's another one of those scenes where there's, like, fancy maneuvers going on, but there's not so much fancy maneuvers in this one. Dude, it's it's ripe for mm-hmm. satire. Because, like, you know, they're in the control room. like, what the hell? Tom Cruise isn't pulling any kind of fancy maneuvers. And it just, like, cuts to that woman with a cigarette. Not the first time. Takes a drag. Oh. oh. 
the only fancy maneuvers that he's pulling while he's in the air is like it will zoom in on his face and his eyebrows will be twitching all hard. He'll be blinking <laughs> big, massive amounts of sweat. Because that's that's his only move. Because like he's got the helmet and the the mask on, so he can only act with his eyes and brows. So he's just like caterpillar. Yeah. <laughs> so for this particular mission, uh, he has deemed it impossible. So he's just gonna fucking quit. He's done. What a bitch. But he's not a bitch for long. Because, like I said a moment ago, he goes around and gets motivation from all his ex-lovers and father's ex-lovers, including Coach. When Coach was like, your dad was a renegade just like you. He killed three men on the wrong side of what the fuck ever. I was there. I saw it. His balls were huge. Not as big as yours, but they were huge. Your pop's balls were huge, and I see his balls on you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got truck nuts on his jet. And this is uh, this is Viper. <laughs> this is the conversation he has with Viper, right? Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, ah, uh, where he's like, ah, shit happens. You're doing dangerous stuff. This is a risky business. You got to get over it. Uh, risky business. <laughs> Coach, you got any more of that danger zone? You got him, you know, strutting down to the ring just like Vince McMahon in his little his little strut, except it takes him a lot longer because his legs are short. Oh, oh, he's just stumping around. Fucking Max Mini. (laughs) Oh, shit. But he comes back in time not to partake (laughs) in the end of Top Gun, but to graduate and see that Iceman has won. He goes over, shakes Iceman's hand. Iceman looks at him and goes, "Ha, chomp!" <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Even down to Iceman and Maverick just being like, "You, ah, you," and they kiss. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. This last little bit has all the action that we've been waiting for. I'm going to skip over any logical reason to be there because there's literally none. They no, no, say, no. Hey. What it is, he just gets a report that says, all right, there's a crisis situation in the Indian Ocean. You know, we got the mm-hmm. fucking, just need a few good men to go out there and take care of this. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. Who are these villains, though? They just have a little red star on their head, and they wear all black. They, They're like fucking Empire Strikes Back fucking TIE fighters. Well, this is yeah, they're just 86. Russian. Russian? Yeah, they're just Russian. They fly MiGs. MiGs are Russian airplanes. I thought that was the whole thing, because they don't outright say who the enemy is when they're shooting stuff, but it's clearly the Red Menace. Well, this is 1986, so I assume this was, like, first Gulf War. That's why they're in the Indian Ocean. They were more than one? Yeah. <laughs> Am I like that guy who's just like, why do you keep calling it World War One? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter who it is, because... They get out there and they fucking decimate with Mav on my six. Iceman is like, let's let's get this shit going. And we get at least 15 minutes of just the same sound effect. Beep, 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 boop. This whole dogfight or whatever is basically just what we've kind of already seen. They, they're zooming around very fast paced. They're shooting at stuff. And it comes down to Tom Cruise being like, it's time to use my trick. And they're like, Tom Cruise, don't use that trick. He's like, I'm going to use that trick. And he just cracks the e-brake back, stops the play midair, and does like this weird flip. So good. He really had all the right moves there, didn't he? Yeah. One. He, <laughs> he finally does he, he, a barrel roll, Fox. Yeah, his one thing was just to brake check the dude behind him. Yeah. It works. How many times did you hear, 
There's a MIG on my tail. <laughs> it's like every scrimmage is the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Now this is pod racing. Yeah, we get some uh we get some some action with uh the Iceman getting hit with some pew from one of the cannons on one of the enemy fighters and he's like smoking and shit and he twirls to safety. Meanwhile, we get the brake trick with a rocket launch. Boom, blows up the baddies. You know, and Three, two, one, it gets him at the buzzer. And then they fly back to the fucking craft. They buzz the tower. They land. They get out. Everyone throws coffee at him. And Tom Cruise is like, my balls are big. <laughs> I did it, Dad. <laughs> yeah. So the Jets win the Super Bowl. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. They, everybody comes back to like an astronaut parade or whatever. Everybody's just like, yeah, fuck yeah, we did it. <laughs> are you telling me that every time there's a successful top secret mission they just party hard every time when it's time to party i will party hard party party party, party. they're gonna start a top gun party andrew fucking wk oh my I god this have... is how under siege 2 starts or under siege starts oh man that's where all the leather comes from she was actually going out with tommy lee jones yeah. oh no. now we know but yeah i half <laughs> expected just a microphone to be shoved in tom cruise's face like so what are you gonna do next and he just like looks straight into the lens. I'm going to Disneyland. Highway to you know, just like credits. Well, you do get the uh, oh, uh, you know, since you did this, you can go anywhere you want now. You're you're a winner. Where are you gonna go? I'm gonna go back to that training school because I got some pussy waiting on me. <laughs> Dude, we all know why he's going back. He looked over at Iceman and said, "I get to be top." gun tonight and Iceman winks oh and just fades into the sunset on his face yeah to what to take my breath away <laughs> yes come on let's just get into some weird science or real science <laughs> Fuck. did you guys enjoy the predator style credits oh with the uh yeah, I know what you're talking about, where it pops up with their little face every time, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, Tim Robbins was in this. It's just a reminder at that point, because in there for so little, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess. By the way, for what it's worth, I believe that would have been the Tanker War, which was a part of the larger Iran-Iraq conflict, which took place from 84 to 88, technically preceding the actual U.S. involvement in the Gulf War. Well, that absolutely makes sense. What better way to fill those spots in your local Navy than to just poop out this high-octane propaganda for all the kiddies to watch and sign up at their local recruiter? That's exactly what this movie is and feels like. It, I, it's just such a product, but it's so Americana. Like, it's just so full of itself and stupid, poorly written, and loud, obnoxious. But it's such a good time. I couldn't stop having a giggle as shit that would happen. I'm just like, What? What is this? This is nuts. Do another one. Uh, yeah, this movie's kind of stupid. It's got a lot of really exhilarating, like, dogfight scenes, which are cool. But you're right, it's it's just like a piece of, like, Hollywood American propaganda. Like, hey, join the Navy. It's a really good one. It works. I'm looking at it like, hey, this looks really cool. But you're right, the dialogue is just bad. Tom Cruise is incredibly charismatic, but I kind of hate him for it through the whole thing. But overall, yeah, this is a pretty good movie, I guess. Yeah. Top Gun is a reminder of a time when movies were about menly men and the ladies who, for better or worse, fell in love with them. Those men triumph over adversities, big and small, 
We get to see character growth through love and loss, yet we're somehow left smiling and happy that we watched. I miss these kind of movies. Well, there you have it. That was Top Gun. If you have any strong feelings about the movie or the show, leave in that comment section below. Please make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons. Bash that bell icon, too, so you never miss what we got brewing up next. Get out there and follow us on social media. You know, you can do a fucking turn and burn. Check us out on YouTube. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. We're on all the places that you can find a podcast. So check us out, y'all. If not, we're going to have to fly overseas on a top secret mission, blow up a couple of your jets, and then become celebrities. Y'all's call. <laughs>